Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Frequency podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and this podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wealth, quantum physics, and spirituality. I help bring you practical tools to be able to understand and utilize the subtle energy realms to work for you to create the most abundant life. I have been everything from a single mom living off food stamps, being a makeup artist and feeling so lost, to building a six-figure business, attracting the love of my life, traveling the world and feeling incredibly aligned with my purpose here on earth. With my background in healing and being on the road to getting my PhD in integrative medicine myself, along with many other incredible guests are going to share with you how to actually change your habits and shift your frequency so you can begin to live the life that you know you were meant to. Are you ready to take the quantum leap? Let's do this. What is up, my friends? I can't remember the, I can't remember the, um, words, but I can remember the melody. So that's what you guys got. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome back, you guys, to if you are listening to the podcast, the Be The Frequency podcast or YouTube, wherever you're listening uh, or watching. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I get asked this question a lot. And so I just figured I'd make a a podcast all about it where you could kind of listen. And this is, this podcast in particular is one of my free resources. So um, I had gotten some questions recently on TikTok of like, oh, I, you know, you talk a lot about all these things, but like, how do I solve these things? How do I, you know, I want to learn more or whatever. Like, this is the place. It's something where I can talk freely and kind of just channel whatever needs to be said. And it's hard on... <laughs> short form video to be able to really expound and share a lot of what needs to be said and, and make it make sense for as many people as possible. So if you're here, I'm happy to have you here. Um, and if you're not here, you should be here. Okay. So share it with, share it with your friends. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the kind of concept of, um, when people are like, well, I don't understand like what quantum leaping is. Have you ever heard that term? Quantum, to make a, a quantum leap in something, what does that actually mean? Um, is that just, again, some jargon that's buzzwords and all that shit? And I will tell you, it is not just buzzwords, my friend. So I want to explain a little bit the science behind it. As you know, I'm a big fan of understanding a little bit more the how and this particular, the way that I teach is not in a way of just like, well, this is just shared with me and and this is just how it is. No, I really, it's part of the reason why I'm in school to get my PhD for integrative medicine. The particular school that I go to focuses a lot on quantum physics and that being the basis of how they teach. Um, a lot of the teachers come from um, the realm of being a physicist or kind of in that, that arena. So it's, you know, not just it goes beyond what traditional medicine to really understand a little bit the quantum and how the quantum reality affects all of us. So when, when we say quantum leaps, what does that actually mean? So there have been experiences, which at this point, most people understand in their mind, they understand it. They understand that this is known to be true. 
However, the practical application of it, they really are having a hard time because it goes against a lot of Newtonian physics, which we have believed to be true for so long, that matter is matter and it's solid, it's tangible, and it behaves by certain laws. What we know now is if you are familiar with the double, um, the split, um, the, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm searching for words, uh, where an electron, the split experiment, where electrons were sent through a, a um, I'm trying to explain this in the most like simple of terms, okay? This electron is sent through a quote unquote wall with a slit in it. Now, basically what they observed from this experiment, because they also did it several, uh, some other ways to understand how electrons can both behave. We now know this to be true as both a particle and a wave. And it was based on the observation of double split, how the electron passed through the splits, what was, um, um, what was observed on the other side through the magnetic, um, um, it's kind of like when you take, you know, like a photograph, like on a, um, a Polaroid, right? You, the imprint of the image through the, the process imprints it on this strip that then allows you the, the colors to show up and things like that. So it's, I, I try to use metaphors because sometimes it really helps people see and understand, um, in their mind's eye and not just try and think about it, but actually like understand it practically. So that's essentially what happened is they observed that the, it wasn't, it was consistently behaving depending on whether it was being observed. It was behaving as either a particle that could be predicted where it was going to be, or it was behaving as a wave of potential. It could be photographed or could be um, shown to be several places. And it all depended on whether someone was witnessing it, whether there was an intention for it to show up someplace, expected to be there. This is part of the reason that intentions are so important. So I have to explain that a little bit and understand the science a little bit so I can explain to you quantum le leaping. Because your consciousness, we are all consciousness, and we our consciousness is part of that potential, part of that ability to behave, depending on whether you're expecting to witness it as both a particle, which would be something that you manifest into real life, or a wave of potential. So when people speak about quantum leaping, what they're speaking about is and I really like this term because it sounds very fun and very, um, you, you think like sci-fi book, but it's very real, I assure you, um, because I've experienced it in my life, is you are jumping timelines. So I think about this and kind of relate this when you're dating people, okay? Um, because a lot of us are are not, you know, we are of dating age, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't have a, a, a large, you know, five-year-old audience. <laughs> if any, if any five-year-old, I don't think any five-year-old really cares or they're like, I'm sorry, quantum potential. No, thank you. Um, but 
So, so we understand we're dating, we're looking for maybe our partners, or we're kind of exploring our sexuality. What do we like? What do we not like? Okay, here's potential. This is what I'm talking about. So depending on your decision, depending on you paying attention to what may, what do I anticipate? What do I anticipate to show up? How do I anticipate being treated? How do I anticipate feeling? And then the feedback of the environment begins to elicit an expected response from said partner. Okay. So say you're, I'm dating five people going out on dates, haven't really picked one. Here's all of the potential, all of the potential, all great possibilities. All of these are timelines. Now, depending on my perception, my beliefs, okay, archetypal energy, societal beliefs, hereditary, things that are generational, things that are passed down, things that are adopted from your parents, all of these influences, okay, influence our perception. Did I say perception? Maybe it is perception. Perception. Our perception of the possibilities in front of us. So what we're anticipating is I'm anticipating somebody who treats me well. I'm anticipating somebody who, um, you know, anticipates my needs. I'm anticipating somebody who's a good communicator. So I'm starting to look, okay, here's the key thing, starting to look for an expected experience. I'm anticipating, I have an intention. So this is just kind of a, a metaphor so that you the way you understand is that depending on what I choose to engage with, depending on what I choose, my perception of the way they behave, the way they conduct themselves in life, my perception of their job, the way they treat me, all of that. This is why beliefs and understanding archetypal energy. If you don't understand that, you really have a hard time understanding quantum leaping, jumping timelines or how to do it because you don't understand how the archetypal or the beliefs that you have that have been conditioned into you by society, by your upbringing, and how they're influencing what your the timeline that you're seeing in front of you. Okay, so I notice this especially when people get married younger, right? We'll keep with this dating thing. So they often pick partners that would be very societally acceptable based on their religious beliefs, based on the judgments and exceptions and um, of parents, of their community, of their friends. Now, a lot of times as you get older or, right, it either swings one way of really trying to please that or swings the other way of really attracting people that um, uh, verify your trauma. So often they trigger your trauma, but your trauma feels so familiar and so normal that you're like, oh yes. And it can be a combination of both. So it's not either or. Um, but as you get older and it, as you do healing work, you definitely pick different partners because all of a sudden you realize what you thought was important. Okay. What you thought you were looking for in a partner is not what you're looking for. I'm not looking for, and I use this example a lot. I'm not looking for someone to be taller than me because I want to wear high heels. I'm looking for someone to be taller than me because I want to feel safe. And somebody who's taller than me makes me feel protected. They're bigger than me. It's like a big tree, right? You get some shade. I'm looking for some shade. I want a big tree. You know, it's not the attribute itself. It's the energy behind it. So 
Okay. So when you're dating, you have all this potential. And then based on your perception, you is filtered through that lens there. Your experience with each person is filtered through that lens of it, of perception. And based on your intent to witness something, we'll start to develop what your choice will be. We'll start to weed these out. Now, at that moment, you have potential. You have all this potential of timelines. If you married somebody different, your life would be very different. How many times have you said that? Oh, if I if I didn't date them so long, my, my life would be totally different. Or if I did date them for, or if I if I would have ended this relationship before, it would have been such a different life for me. I would have been so much happier. I would have been, you know, or this would have been terrible. Um, we say all of these things. Now, that is a perfect example of hopping timelines is understanding that the frequency that you're on, the choices that you're making, keep you parallel and, and on a specific track. Now, I see this often with a lot of business clients where they're wanting to make more money. They're wanting to you know grow their business. They're wanting these things. And what you're actually looking for is to hop timelines because the belief systems and the archetypal energy that you have bought into to be truth. So you have witnessed that as truth, as reality, you recognize other people do not believe that and they are making this amount of money. I see and I know that there's another way to do business that I can have all of these things because somebody else has it. So it's showing me potential, okay? Showing me, again, another timeline that could be available to me. But what has to happen is you have to choose differently. And that's, I think, one of the biggest, the biggest things is that essentially quantum healing a lot of what i do I'm, I'm almost thinking of just calling it like quantum healing sessions because a lot of what i do is help you jump that timeline if you're prepared for those things then taking that action even though it feels uncomfortable it feels accessible even though it may feel like a stretch it feels safe and that's the difference your your body and your energetic, like your physical body and your energetic body cannot make that jump if it does not feel safe to do so. And if you are in the belief that certain things still have a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of shame, or any of those types of lower vibrational energies attached to them, it is going to be near impossible for you to make that shift because you have to let go of that fear that holds you from being able to tap into that potential. So when we talk about jumping timelines, it doesn't necessarily look like you're a whole different person or you have whole new people in your life. It means that the potential for what your life could be starts to shift and it starts to shift quickly. When I decided and took responsibility for the way that I was showing up in romantic relationships and made that choice and then took the action to support that choice, I had been single for years. 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 Nobody lasted longer than three weeks. When I made that shift, I started taking the responsibility and then I got very clear on the timeline that I wanted to have. So first was recognizing my patterns. I had to look at my beliefs. I had to look at what had been passed down societally to me, what my familial beliefs were, um, all of this generational shit. I had to look at all of that and see the way that it was really playing out in my life and see what were the things that I clearly adopted to be true because I was behaving that way. So that took a little while. Now, once I made that decision and really became very clear 
And I really started to change the way that I dated people and the way in which I interacted with potential. It was literally a matter of weeks. So it was about a two-year process in whole. But the first part, I had to look at some of these things. You have to look at what are your beliefs in your current timeline. Because if you do not understand what you're already buying into, what you're already playing out, the timeline that you've already committed to, and the things that are not working, you cannot then begin to observe other potential because you're so attached to that timeline. You almost have to, it's like a detachment, detachment where you have to be like, this is great. And if it continue like this, okay. But what I'm looking for is this is really not serving me. This would serve me better. And then what does that look like? What are the beliefs that I have to hold for this? What is the way that I have to behave? What are the people that I have to be around? What are things that when these negative thought patterns come up, because they're going to, what's then my response? How do I change that? And so I would say it, it took about a year and a half ish for me to really look at those things, really look at some, and then physically start making some of those changed behaviors. And I went through, once I committed officially to like, to change some specific behaviors, which it doesn't matter what they are, but change specific behaviors. It was about, I think it was eight weeks from the time that I decided to the time that I met Matt. That's a, that's a quick jump. That's a quick jump. Eight weeks for like literally everything to be like, whoop. Because I'm telling you, I attracted the same type of person, the same um, frequency, the same emotional availability, the same, even the way that they thought about business, the way that they thought about oh, money, the way they thought about lifestyle, all the same, just different, different people. Matt is unlike any other person I have ever dated. And so I'm telling you, when you look at it, you have to look at it, not just from like things that, oh, I want something different. You have to look at what you're already buying into. What is your belief around things already? Because then you need to be able to deconstruct that. So that way you can construct the timeline that you want to be in so you, that that jump can happen. It's tapping into another frequency, another potential. That's all that happens when these electrons are choosing, right? Is they're paying attention to consciousness right? The intention behind being witnessed. What do you intend to witness? That is really going to help you funnel and direct your energy to different timelines, so to speak. It doesn't mean you look like a different person. It doesn't mean there's different people in your life. I want to be clear. It does not look like a movie where you get sucked up into a black hole and get spit out somewhere. It does not look like that. But what does happen is because you're attuned to a different frequency, you attract different experiences and they can be really quick. And that's the quantum leap. That is jumping timelines. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> anybody can do it and you can do it for all sorts of different elements to your life. But you will notice that once you make a change in one element, it trickles down because it's a timeline, which means that potential for people, relationships, um, you know, introductions and stuff like that will change. And so all of a sudden doors may open to you that may have been closed in business, even though you were focusing on relationships you, or vice versa or health or whatever the element of your life that you're focusing on is. So, so really start to, the, the first thing you're going to start to do if you're wanting to make this change is start to look at the beliefs, patterns, and the archetypal energy. A great book for archetypal energy. Um, if you do not are not familiar with any of Caroline Mice's work, um, she is phenomenal. And she has this book called Sacred Contracts. 
Sacred Contracts is one that you're going to want to look up. It really goes into, or if you follow any of the work of Carl Jung, he also talks a lot about archetypal energy. You can look at the archetypal energy of the tarot. Any of these things really start to get into some of the nitty gritty of the archetypal energy that is the underlying fabric of our reality and our subconscious, which is universal consciousness. We're all just pieces of that. Mm. Mm. So start to look at those types of things. And then you have to take some action. If you do not take action to create momentum, the timeline shift and jump cannot happen. It takes commitment on your part. That means you're going to have to say no to your old timeline and the behaviors and patterns that you would normally do. So that way you can say yes to this new timeline, one that you want more of, more the one that makes you feel more alive one that makes you feel more you and like the highest version of you. So um, let me know if this was helpful. Um, if you really loved this episode, I would love if you took a screenshot of you listening, shared it on Instagram or um, maybe shared a little excerpt, shared it with a friend. You guys, that's really how um, it, it, I look at what you want more of is the things that are really liked, shared, um, stuff like that. And I always love to know who my listeners are. Um, and I also have a hundredth episode coming up. So I want to make sure that we kind of celebrate that too. So the more that you can share, the more people get involved. Who knows? Maybe I'll do like a little, little sum for it. So I'll keep you posted. Um, until next time, guys. Cheers. <laughs>